Thank you for downloading this free episode of Fun Employment Radio. You can support us by doing all of your online shopping at funemploymentradio.com slash shop. Vendors such as Zappos, ThinkGeek, Expedia, eBay, Amazon, and more. All at funemploymentradio.com slash shop. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Sarah, just another co-worker Greg with a foggy noggin, huh? Oh my god. Throwing it back a little bit for I you? I I got away from douchey foggy noggin Greg. Well, boy, I know everybody's out there on this great Tuesday morning. This is like it's a kind 1% of a Monday joke. for me. Everybody's just kind of kind of pop up with your foggy noggins Why and get ready for a good time. Why does a grown-ass man repeatedly say foggy noggin? I don't know. Well, there we go. There was a 1% joke. Sarah yeah. used to work in radio with another Greg and uh well, that and was boy, one of his he gets a lot of foggy noggins in the morning. And boy, and he Greg like has me. said, and this Greg, not the one I used to work with, the one I currently work with, has said foggy noggin like seven times today. Well, I am a little bit. Hello, everyone. This is <laughs> Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Extillan. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. The pace I do want was to say, a little slower. You did great, though. Thank you. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying my best. So if uh, if you listened to yesterday's show, yesterday was Monday, we actually aired a show that we hadn't um, released before. And we didn't do a live show because I got myself sick again. Again. This, this has been a real sick winter for it's you. It's been a real bad winter. early spring time. It's been, a, it's been sick winter. Yeah, the winter of sickness, as far as Greg's concerned. Ew. As far as I'm concerned. That's gross. Yeah, I know. I, I've really, and the thing is, of course, I got the flu shot before the winter started, which did mean no good. As far as I can well, tell. Well, see, it's like it, it was only supposed to work with like like 20% or 40%. Yeah. So you zero. got, the, I got, you got the, the, the 60%. I got the protected 40%. Yeah. Well, that 60% <laughs> translated to uh, no help for me over this winter. And so, well, I'm yeah, just glad we, between the two of us, Greg, that it worked for me. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm, ve- I'm very glad for you. <laughs> I'm very glad for you. Yeah. Yeah. On uh, Basically, it happened on, on Sunday. Like, I, I started feeling, it's like, uh, something seems a little bit off. Like, my right ear, all of a sudden, I couldn't hear out of it very well. I'm like, well, that's, that's not normal. Normal. Something's weird there. Why is that happening? And over the course of Sunday night, like I, I really didn't sleep at all. I just kept coughing and just it was bad. Yeah, because I know that Greg is like knocking at death's door if he is not going to come into work. I do not like missing work he at does all. Not and like missing work, and not only Monday is his busy day where he works not one, not two, but three separate jobs. Yeah, um, maybe four. I, I think you um, were was, probably going to work on something in between. So that yeah. was so not only was three Greg official sick, jobs counting this one on yeah, Monday, but he was just like now he's just beating himself up because he's like crap, I'm losing money. Yeah, no, no. The, the, the great thing about being independently employed is when you miss work. There's a lot of good things about it. There are, there are, but um, missing work means there's there's no like sick days or anything like that. you don't get sick days. And I know people who are independently employed understand that. So understand when I'm not here, I've got to be real sick mm-hmm. if we're not here doing a show because th- you don't get time off. Yeah, but you but thank you, you are because I saw you yesterday because like any nice co-host and human being, I did. Uh, Greg was of course very sick yesterday, so I brought him over some food. And some sustenance. You did, and I appreciate that. You look like a thousand percent better today. Yeah. Honestly, because I'm just, the reason I was bringing it up was just to compare yesterday's Greg to today's Greg. Like whatever you had, I think it might have been like a 24-hour thing because you seemed a lot better. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly what it was. And I I won't go into details, but it it wasn't fun. So that, that was happening. But I am back today. I'm still... 
I've been taking some some Advil. That's about all the cold medicine I have. So I am. My head is a little bit, to use it again, foggy. Oh, Sarah. God. Stop saying I hate so that phrase I, so much. I'm going to do my best here I have today like a visceral to, reaction to, to that phrase. It just flashes me back. Well, now that we've got this out of the way, just to explain uh, why it is that I sound like this today, that's it. We do have a special guest joining us today, and that is going to be Jason Traeger. And we've never had Jason on the show before. Uh, no, we haven't. But Jason is part of our Fun Employment Radio comedy showcase that is happening tomorrow night at the Secret Society. So yes. excited. Tomorrow night. Of course, last week, Greg, and let me, I'm sorry, I'm going back to the sick thing for a second, but last week, Greg was like, oh, I've got to, you know, we've got to be on top of it next week, Sarah. There's so much stuff going on, Sarah. We have all these things to do, and of course, Are you trying to shame me now for being sick? No, no, I'm saying I feel bad for you, because <laughs> no. you've been mentally preparing to, like, you know, be go, go, go this week. I have, yeah, there's a lot and going on this week. And life was like, nope. Nope. Not allowed. Nope. But I will be there tomorrow night to have a good time. And that's why the showcase is tomorrow night at the Secret Society. We hope to see all of you out there. You can get your tickets at funemploymentradio.com. And uh, so it'll be Jason Traeger. And, of course, as we said before, Curtis Cook, Stacey Halal, and Andy Main. And Jason is going to be here on the show today joining us in about a half hour. Awesome. Which is really cool. Jason, a man of uh, a jack of many trades. Yes, indeed. Yeah, so also does, somebody who does a bunch of jobs. Exa- exactly. He does like a bunch of uh, photographing around town. Like he is like the, the, He likes to take pictures of a lot of the comedians around him mm-hmm. so he's a very amazing photographer so we'll talk to him about that and this and all of the above and comedy and so comedy. that's coming up here in just a little bit on fun employment it's Radio. weird to see you so discombobulated yeah i i don't i don't take well to that i like to be in charge and control of my own uh, faculties but it's a little bit you like to be master of your own domain a master of my own domain sarah mm-hmm. that's right at all times i'm master of my own domain i know where you're going with that one so <laughs> But uh, but but I'm here and I'm powering through. It just mm-hmm. things that just takes me a little bit longer to like to like understand things. Like if something's said to me, normally I, I pride myself on being pretty quick witted, well, quit, pretty quick with it. Like with both of but our backgrounds, is, uh, you know, it, it takes me an extra second to well, process. Well, with anything like in broadcasting, I'm sure with a lot of jobs. But mm-hmm. when you work in broadcasting, you have to learn how to multitask. Like you have to listen to like you're listening to one thing. Like you might have one headphone on listening to something while listening to something else in another ear while mm-hmm. working on something else. Like you really have to you're doing like five or six things at once. Right. Whereas Greg right now, Greg can usually do like 10 things at once. And right now he's at about one thing at once. I'm about one. <laughs> I'm balancing about one thing. One thing. I'm remembering to breathe. And I did tell so him to hit record that, today. Uh, yes, we are recording, but remembering to breathe and then talk. And then there, there's not a whole lot of filter going on in there because I know I have to get something out. So I just like keep talking instead of usually I can think ahead to what I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. This makes no sense. You can pre-plan. Yeah, I can pre-plan a bit. You didn't which, pre-plan that part very well. No, I didn't. <laughs> which which brings me to uh, what something that I'm a little bit nervous about tonight. So we did say this is a big week. Of course, Comedy Showcase tomorrow. Get your tickets, funemploymentradio.com to the Fun Employment Radio Comedy Showcase. Um, and then yesterday I had some other jobs of my own that I was going to be doing. Today, though, Today's big thing is, of course, this show, Jason Trigger, that's going to be on it. But also this evening, I'm going to be part of an event that I'm, I'm very excited and actually very honored to be chosen to, to be part of it. I'm a little sad that I'm so sick and I'm a little nervous about that. And so tonight, I'm going to be actually at the Hollywood Theater here in Portland, Oregon, for part of something called Movies in Black and White. And it's Jason Lamb from The Carl Show starring Jason actually puts this on. And they've done a few of them so far. And what it is, they show a movie that has somewhat of a, well, it's movies in black and white. I think you can kind of ascertain yeah, that. It's, so, it's somewhat of a racial overtone to it. Absolutely. Uh, like they've done, um, 
let's see. I'm trying to remember what uh, what the other movies were that they've done. Uh, they the they've done like Do the Right Thing. Do the Right Thing. Yeah. Um, there have been a couple other ones. I can't. That's the one yeah. off the top of my head, though. And then what it is is they show the movie at the Hollywood Theater, and then afterwards they'll bring up uh, some people, generally someone who is uh, an African American, someone who is white, black and white. This movies in black and white. Mm. So it's a black person and a white person. So Greg is and the white half of this. Tonight. I'm the white person tonight, and so it's going to be me and actually Keelan King, which is fantastic. You know, you guys all know Keelan. Um, and and it's going to be me and Keelan, and then Anthony Lopez, who's a favorite here of Fun Employment Radio. He's, He's been amazing. on many times. And then I think Jason kind of leads it, and they'll ask us questions. Oh, my God. What kind of questions? That's what I'm not entirely <laughs> sure. So and it's, you're kind of operating at like a six. I know. And this is something where I'm, I'm, I'm the token white guy. I'm the token white guy on this. That's pretty much what it is. So... I'm I'm already I'm feeling a little bit nervous. Like I'm excited because I like all those guys. It's going to be fun. Well, and Keelan's one of your be... best friends. Exactly. So, I mean, that, that'll make it. You know, when you know Jason, you know Anthony. Yeah. You just don't know all the people that will be watching. That's it. Judging. I don't know the people that are watching. Yeah. So it's like I have, especially with Keelan, like we have such a rapport. We can say about anything to each other and know that we're joking and and having fun. You've got to we... take out. Yeah. You've got to. This is public. Greg yeah. and Keelan friends. Right. This is not joking about things that you guys joke about behind closed doors. Right. Behind closed doors, if you've ever been around Keelan and I, we're a lot of fun. They're just ridiculous. And there's there's really no boundaries because you just say the most ridiculous things because we love to make fun of stereotype stuff. However, other people who don't know our relationship, if you say that out in public, it's not going to sound good. So I'm when it's going to sound bad. No, so you just have to put on your filter. You're Mm. fine. Like, it's not like... And and for the Greg is there's no like a horrible filter he's having to put on because he speaks ill. No, of not at all. No, it's just me and Keelan. I know, just and you have to be report. and you have to be quick. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh, I do not envy you. Um, yeah, I'm I really mean, I'm excited the, to see this tonight. It's. I think. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. It'll be interesting. I mean, my my only problem is, um, yeah, that I'm just I'm operating at a little bit of a slower level right now. So mm-hmm. hopefully by this evening though, I'll be I'll be back up to speed. I'm I'm about. I'm about sixty percent right now. All right, that's what I that's what I gave you a six yeah. out of a ten. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so it's six sixty. Yeah, no, nope, that you're right. Great. You're right. Yeah, yeah, it'll be it'll be fun. So that's going to be at the Hollywood Theater tonight. If anybody wants to come by and see that, um, yeah, with me and uh, me and Keelan and Anthony and then Jason on stage talking about forty eight hours after it airs, which I've all I actually have heard of it and I've never seen it before. So I'm kind of stoked to see it. It's like a 1982 buddy cop film uh-huh. with a young Eddie Murphy. Yep, and Nick Nolte. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll it'll be fun. I just gotta be on top of my game, on top of my game. So I'll, I'll, hopefully, I can get at least part of my game. Will will pass. You've never had game to begin with, so you'll no, be just fine. Well, all right. <laughs> I'm trying to hit on people. That doesn't work. <laughs> I know. Well, I am kind of. I was thinking about how you know how your judgment is a little clouded today. Uh huh. And it's always it's fun. Not to judgment. M- it's processing. It's your processing. Yeah, that's true. And. Yeah, it isn't your judgment. You haven't said anything like you know, full on embarrassing. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't think I'm going to say something embarrassing. I'm just uh, no. But I was thinking because you always pride yourself on being. Someone I was thinking about this. I'm like, all right, Greg is kind of functioning at a slower rate. He always prides himself on being like knowing everything that there is to know about a lot of things, including but not limited to like you find yourself to be very. Uh, now you're making me sound like a know it all. I'm not saying that. You I've got are my know it all. I've got my categories you that are I know. Know it all. No, I'm I'm well, good so on was... trivia crack. When it comes to like okay, history and geography, those are my categories. I got those on lock. The art, not so much. I will admit. I fail like on Jeopardy if I were gonna, were to go on Jeopardy, which is a dream, and it was like famous paintings of the nineteen early nineteen hundreds. I would be in a lot of trouble. Okay, I would be. in But trouble. what you're saying is right now with your foggy noggin that you uh, that you would still know some basic history questions. Yeah, 
All right. Well, I did find a basic history quiz, so oh, I did want to give you one. Let's just—I want to pop through this really quick. I just want to do a test. Yeah, test my test my level of. Functionality. I want to test your level of functionality to see how quick you can do this. Okay. Because this is going to be timed. All right. All right. So can you answer it's twelve timed? basic? Well, timed by me. Okay. Uh, can you answer twelve basic world history qu- uh, trivia questions? Ordinarily, I should be getting a twelve out of twelve. So let's see what. Let's, let's All right. See. And this is just basic. This so. is like uh, this is like elementary school level. Okay. So you should be able to do this, or else you will be. Is this multiple choice, or is shamed. it? A multiple choice if you need it to be, but if you're as good as you think you are, then I shouldn't have to give you the wow. multiple choice options. Kicking me when I'm down. Okay. All, All right, right. Fine. Let's do uh, it. First question is, World War II began in which year, Greg, Greg Nibbler? For who? In general, World War II began which year? Ni- For- okay, 1917, 1923, 1939. 1939. Because for the U.S. it was 42. That's when the U.S. came into it. All right. Uh, Adolf Hitler was born in which country? Austria. All right. John F. Kennedy was assassinated where? Dallas. All right. Who fought in the War of 1812? Uh, the United States, and you could say A specific Canada, but person. Oh. So this is Andrew Jackson, Ulysses S. Grant, or Napoleon Bonaparte? Andrew Jackson. Andrew Jackson. Who perfected the light bulb? Thomas Edison. He perfected the light bulb? Okay. Well, what, well wait a minute. Okay, what, what was well, the multiple just, choice? I already clicked it, and we've already gone on. Uh, American involvement in the Korean War took place in which decade? 1970s, 60s, or 50s? 50s. Okay. The Battle of Hastings in 1066 was fought in which country? France, Russia, or England? England. Okay. Although, that could be a France one. It was a trick question. The but, first yeah. successful paint, uh, printing press was developed by... The by what what uh Jo Johann Gutenberg, uh Benjamin Franklin, Sir Isaac Newton. Uh Gutenberg. Okay. The disease uh, and of note in the chat, Canada was not in the war of eighteen twelve, Great Britain was. <laughs> I'm sorry, you didn't do that in your voice. It was <laughs> All right, just a couple more. Uh, the disease that ravaged and killed a third of Europe's population in the fourteenth century was known as the White Death, Smallpox, or the Bubonic Plague? Bubonic Plague. Okay, Bubonic Plague. The Kerr, the Khmer, <laughs> K-H-M-E-R, Rouge, was a regime ruling this nation in the 20th century. The the Kerr, I'm sorry, you're going to have to say that one again. All right. I, this was my processing. I know, I'm okay. sorry, I'm focusing. Yep. I'm focusing. The K-H-M-E-R. Khmer, oh, Khmer Rouge. Oh. I don't know, there's an H. Is oh, Cambodia. Oh, that's one of them. Yeah. All right. Uh, the Hundred Years' War was fought between what two countries? Uh, the Hundred... Uh, England and France? There's uh, France and England. Yep, okay. you want that one? Yes. Okay, and finally, who was the first Western explorer to reach China? Uh, Marco Polo. Okay. Let's see how you did. Waiting. Okay. Please hold. Okay. What are you getting distracted by over there? Uh, in the chat, there's a, there's a question about the War of 1812. And officially, there was no winner of the War of 1812. They they signed a treaty. And um, Canada wasn't its own country at the time. So Canada <gasps> was involved, but it was actually a province. By time. golly, Greg Nibbler. Yeah. You got 12 out of 12. Sweet. Oh, my God. I'm impressed. I did not All think right. that was actually possible. All right. Hey, I'm feeling pretty good All about right. myself. So you have no excuse to, you know... For anything to go poorly tonight. Ah. Okay. All because right. It seems like you're firing on all cylinders okay, there, buddy. I can walk on stage and do that. Probably not. I don't think you should. It's being noted in the chat. I hope Sarah wasn't counting on Greg failing. I'm suspecting she was, so which is why we're going straight into World of Crazy. <laughs> I don't know. You seem to be easily distracted. Like I am. 
If I hadn't asked you twice, like when you were getting distracted by other things, I could yeah. have probably messed with you a little. You probably could have. You did not, though. Awesome. All right. I'm feeling good. All right. Feeling good. I do have some more. I told crazy. you, those are my categories, man. All right. Now, Greg, I need you to focus on me. Stop looking at I'm the with computer. you. Okay. I'm focusing on you now. <laughs> Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Greg, I have exciting news about something that we thought was long gone, but is still culturally relevant. Okay. Not really, but right. it's still making, it's still grabbing headlines. Courtney Stodden. Not Courtney Stodden. Do you remember? Tila Tequila. Not Tila Tequila. It's been okay. a while for those. Yeah. It yeah. has been a while. You sounded quite hopeful with that. I uh, know. I was thinking cultural relevance, you know, for a brief second that they had. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, let me ask you this: in that in that head of yours, what movies come out in the past month that was grabbing a oh, lot of? Oh God! I, okay, I know what this is, and I don't want to talk about it. I'm not going to say the this. This is new, though. It's a new thing that just happened, and it's exactly what, what could possibly new happen with this movie. It is exactly what I said was going to happen. That there was going to be a rash of this happening. A rash of this happening sounds is an awful way to put this story. It does. I'm not surprised if rashes are involved. Did I already in this, say it's my world of crazy? Yes. Are you sure? I don't know. You're asking me the wrong. You're the one that's running the train today. All right, I'm, I'm going to do it again. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Still, and welcome to my world of crazy. Okay. Crazy. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yes. Sorry. Fifty Shades of Grey again is making headlines. I think I'm like catching your loopiness. Yeah, you don't want to catch that. No, I mean I feel fine. And yeah. just for the record, anyone who uses the studio, uh, we I'm not cleaned everything. Or He's not contagious. Don't don't freak out. No, about that would have been long gone. But yeah, Fifty Shades of Grey is again making headlines. Sorry, everybody, but I just want to prove how right I am because I was talking about how this is going to happen all around the world. And yes, so of course this uh, still making headlines. Now, this isn't due to the controversial content of the erotic drama. That's what they call it. Erotic Uh, drama, that's what it's called. Instead, a new story has come out. Now, this just happened um, about a female fan in Sonola, Mexico. Okay. So, uh, earlier this week, so that was actually yesterday, uh, in a quiet, dark movie theater in Sonola, Mexico, a woman reportedly got a little too excited while watching Fifty Shades of Grey and... She decided to pleasure herself, was spotted by fellow oh. moviegoers who apparently saw her. Soon after, police were called. She would not be dismayed by them telling her to stop. Oh, no. She oh. just kept on ticking. Uh, the police were called, and the 33-year-old woman was hauled off in handcuffs. <laughs> <laughs> she got what she wanted, Greg. Oh. The thing is, though, I'm, I'm kind of surprised by there was somebody in that movie theater... Number one, they were probably doing that too. And also, they were looking around trying to find somebody else. Like, ooh, yep, I spotted her. I mean, how hard would that be in a Fifty Shades of Grey show? I would hope I it guarantee would be very you could be hard. Able, I bet you could find somebody in that. Isn't that all that movie's about? I don't know. I wasn't very titillated by it. Oh, yeah, you watched it. Yeah, I watched it. It was kind of, it was just there. Well, yeah, but it's not your movie. It's, a, people it's that our are, movie. People it's that are movie. big fans of the Fifty Shades of Grey. You know, I think that's... Uh, I mean, it was inadvertently hilarious. Yeah. There were, there were so many, like, stupid lines in it that were very funny. Um, However, I, I don't know. The, the sex scenes really didn't do it for me. But it has been working for a number of people. Apparently for including this. Including this, uh, this latest woman in Mexico. Okay. So it isn't just Americans or, um, most notably, the British, uh-huh. who have been kind of going to town about the Fifty Shades of Grey stuff. Right. Yeah. So I guess uh, this has even gone over to Mexico. Next up, Quinta Gris. Oh wait, no, I'm trying to think of that. Anyway, (laughs) 
don't try to remember Spanish right now. <laughs> uh, next, we go to Post Falls, Idaho. Police in northern Idaho, man, has been arrested after calling 911 over a dozen times to report being overcharged at a bar that he had been kicked out of. <laughs> Where at in Idaho? Uh, in Post Falls, Post Falls Idaho. Okay. He's now facing a $1,000 fine and up to a year in jail. <laughs> so uh, Post Falls police captains say that an officer gave a man by the name of Philip. I can't even pronounce that. Philip P. I'll just go by his last. Okay. Yeah, of Post Falls. A ride home after he was clicked, uh, kicked out of Club Tequila. This happened after 1 a.m. this past uh, Monday. So this happened, uh, yeah, in Post Falls, Idaho. Uh, so Philip ended up making 13 emergency calls, first wanting the officers to come back to discuss his bar tab, then complaining that he was kicked out of Club Tequila. Uh, <laughs> the bartender produced... Phillips receipts showing that he was charged $30 for the 10 beers that he ordered. Uh, police say he faced <laughs> a misdemeanor citation. That is a pretty good deal. Yeah. Um, over misusing 911. And yes, now he can face a $1,000 <laughs> fine and a year in jail. Just pay the 30 bucks, man. Yeah. Come on. It's 30 bucks isn't bad for that many beers. I think I think that you're just fine. I think that's a reasonable amount. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a lot of beers, but I'm saying the price right. is a reasonable amount. That's a, that's a fair deal. 10 beers is a lot. <laughs> Uh, so that's in Post Falls, Idaho. I'm just kind of bouncing around. There's a lot of weird weird stuff today. And then you're making me feel in a weird mood because you're usually my rock and you're just over there kind of bumbling a bit Doop around staring This at is the what walls. it's like. <laughs> but see, that's kind of... That's because that's our dynamic. You're normally the one that's like looking off into space and then yes. I have to try to control? Yes. Yeah. This is not the dynamic I signed up for. It's kind of, it's kind of reverse day. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like it one bit. Do-do-do. Mac and cheese is delicious. Okay, I won't do that. I'm going to hit you. See, but that's not part of the dynamic. I don't say that. A new invention has been created in Tokyo. A Japanese firm has announced that it has developed genetic tear-free onions that are low in the enzymes responsible for causing watery eyes and onion-cutting cooks. I swear to God, this is how technology is being used to make onions that don't make your eyes water. Is that really that? I mean, granted, I'm not a cook in a kitchen. I suppose if you're cutting up onions all the time, maybe that is a big deal. But it isn't that big deal? Well, it's announced uh, now this Japanese firm has announced it has developed onions that are extremely low in tear-causing enzymes. The company says its new onions... Um, like also leave your hands and breath stench-free after handling and eating the vegetables, so there won't be that stinky onion smell, which is actually a better benefit than the crying thing. Yeah. Because once you touch onions, man... Yeah, you can't get that off. That's hard to get off your hands. That's some no, scrubbing. especially if it's a warm day, too, and then you got that warm onion smell. Oh, and then like the, the one person who eats the onions, everyone thinks they have terrible BO, but it's just because they like touched an onion. Right, yeah, but you don't know that. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I don't eat onions that much. That's one of the many reasons I don't. You eat don't onions. eat anything very much. You guys, you should have seen Greg throw a temper tantrum. <laughs> yeah, this is behind the scenes. I did not morning. throw a temper tantrum. You did. You did. You're like, oh, day is ruined. I didn't say it like that. You there was said an it issue. Exactly I bought like a that. sandwich this morning because I know I need to be eating and drinking lots of fluids. Try to get over this thing, and I said I didn't want any mayo on it. Sandwich came with mayo on it, and I was very mad about this because mayo is disgusting. Actually, Greg threw it down like a little diva and said, I specifically requested no mail. <laughs> I did not. Day is ruined. I never said that. It's not how that happened. If That's this were exactly a reenactment, what you said. That would be a grossly exaggerated reenactment of what well, you said. Well, you might have been joking when you said it, but that's exactly what you said. The day is ruined. I may have said that. 
Yeah, you, you, you did. Uh, so no word yet on when the non-stinky, non-tear-inducing onions will be coming out, but they have been invented. Okay. From food story to food story, thank you to everyone who sent this to me too, including but not limited to Jasmine, who's in our live chat at funemploymentradio.com/live. Story about a woman and her love of salsa. Oh, all right, salsa. Well, a woman by the name of Phyllis Jefferson has been arrested after she proved her temper. I didn't write this. Maybe as hot as her love of salsa. Oh, boy. (laughs) Police in Akron, Ohio, said that Phyllis Jefferson, 50 years young, allegedly stabbed her boyfriend repeatedly in the groin with a pen after she was mad that he ate all of the salsa in their house. (laughs) This might be a slight overreaction on Phyllis Jefferson's part. A little bit. Well, Phyllis Jefferson's boyfriend will probably... Ex-boyfriend at this port, uh, Ronnie D. Bucker, 61 years old, told police that he and uh, his girlfriend, Phil Jefferson, were arguing about the salsa. Why do people like salsa? Because they like to say salsa. Where is the salsa? No salsa? They're arguing about salsa consumption when she allegedly repeatedly stabbed him in the groin with a ballpoint pen. The suspect then walked over to the TV and threatened to knock it on the floor to ruin his stories as well as stabbing him in the groin, which I'm figuring between the two. Which one he was more upset about? The groin stabbing might be slightly slightly higher on the scale of horrible things. Yeah. Uh, So Buckner grabbed the TV trying to stop Phyllis Jefferson from throwing it down. And that's when Jefferson allegedly walked into the kitchen to grab a knife and tried to cut him in the stomach. While Jefferson fled the scene while a bleeding Buckner called 911, police officers found him on the floor clutching his stomach. Buckner was taken to a nearby hospital and treated for injuries uh, that were non-threatening. Miss Jefferson was arrested a short time after when officers pulled her over on the highway. She uh, allegedly admitted to stabbing Buckner and said she did it because she wanted to leave and was angry about the salsa. She has been charged with felonious assault and criminal damaging, and she has been... Booked into jail. Sounds like a lovely woman. Sounds like they have a real solid thing going on there. Do you think she was like that beforehand and he was just ignoring the signs or did she really just snap out of nowhere? I wonder that with people sometimes. Like, are they capable of that? Like, you do you know the signs? I don't think I've ever loved a food product so much that I would snap and start stabbing someone repeatedly in the groin with a ballpoint pen. I think there are people that would do that. I don't think it's in everybody. I think it's... But do you think that she ever exhibited any signs or was he just like, did he really just... Like it just happened out of nowhere? Or was he ignoring the signs that she's capable of stabbing him in the groin with a ballpoint pen? He might have been ignoring like, what, them. Maybe, the he, maybe their love was very deep. This should be an important study, actually, for people to understand. Like, are there signs you can look for to say, no, there's someday she's going to stab you in the groin with a ballpoint pen, and there's a sign, like a certain things, mannerisms that you can know? Or is it just like, bam, you don't know. You're walking down the street one day, and all of a sudden, getting your groin stabbed with a ballpoint pen because you ate some salsa. I hope there is some, like, wiggle room. Because that's, uh, I, I would like to think that I would never. Because I don't know if I trust anyone ever again at this After point. After your groin is stabbed? Yeah, I think I'd probably salsa. just stay at home. I'd, I would never leave my room ever. I would stay at home. I'd become a recluse. Because who, who can you trust at that point? No, I don't blame you. I mean, I, I, I don't think you could trust anybody after a groin stabbing over salsa. No. Well, there you have it. That, my friends, is your world of crazy. Crazy. Greg, you were very involved. I Thank was really you. impressed by that. I did my best here mm-hmm. with this you one. Did, your best was good enough. Okay. Yay. <laughs> your, your best was satisfactory. <laughs> you get a participation award. All right. You get a gold star even though you didn't win anything. Yeah. All right. Well, why don't we take a uh, quick break? You know what? Before we do, though, 
Let's uh, remind somebody of a, of a fantastic somebody sponsor. Everybody. everybody. Let's remind everybody <laughs> of a fantastic sponsor. I'm going to do my best here not to mess this up. Um, ladies and gentlemen, Sonic Sketches, fine sponsor, Fun Employment Radio. Um, they are fantastic. Why don't you give me the talking points over there, Chachi? SonicSketches.com. There uh-huh. um, fantastic company. Now, we've talked about them before, and I know a lot of you have ordered Sonic Sketches. For... And we have a couple actually here in the studio. Yeah, we do. We do. It, and it's uh, really fantastic. So essentially what they do is they take whatever your favorite song or any kind of piece of audio because you can upload it to Sonic Any kind of sound. Yeah, you can um, uh, upload anything that you'd like. Like we're actually talking to the owner of Sonic Sketches, and he was telling us, how someone had recorded their proposal right. or, you know, anything that you'd like, spoken word, drums, crying, music, whatever you'd like. Right. Can be put into the imagery. Yep. And they turn take that and convert it into like a wave file. So it's visual art that you can put up in your house or give to someone as a gift. There's two different kinds you can get. There's the one where it's the three very beautifully printed panels where they show the song and all this is at sonicsketches.com. And then there's also uh, the the brand, the, the newer version where it's printed out on aluminum and it's really beautiful to look at. I mean, it's, it's, it's beautiful artwork. Yep. We have one hanging in here and we love it. We do. Yeah. They gave us one. One of I think it was the first ten seconds of the first episode of Fun Employment Radio, or it first thirty indeed. seconds. Yeah, it's it's so great. So SonicSketches.com. So if you haven't seen them before, you can go to SonicSketches.com, and there's a whole gallery of what they actually look like, what they look like mounted on the walls. If you like the three panels, yeah. with the 216 gram paper, you want it on the polished aluminum. Yep. Whatever it one is awesome. It's so great. And uh, use the code FER and you'll get free shipping anywhere in the world. FER, free shipping anywhere in the world. So, in the world. In the world. SonicSketches.com. Awesome. All right. Let's take a break. So, we get uh, Jason in here and we'll be back in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hey, this is Steve Lemmy. This is Kevin Heffernan. We're from the movie Super Troopers and Beer Fest. And Club Dread and Slam and Salmon. Yeah, and you're listening to Greg the Nibbler and Sarah Dillon. We're nibbling it and we're dilling it. On fun, em- fun Employment. You should all listen to Fun Employment. Now. And nibble it. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> Ah, those guys were fantastic. Oh, they so much were, I know. I do want to say, once again, I just want to make sure that we get credit, even though it sounds ridiculous. Uh, They announced they were doing Super Troopers 2 on Fun Employment Radio, and it happened back last year. What we need to do in order to prove it is when we bring it up, we need to clip... It's on their Wikipedia page. I know, know, but if we have the audio... proof, sure. Oh my God. But if we have the audio proof, since they did say it on the show, we need to clip that part out of the show that they were on and play it on here. Done. I will do that. I mean, because that's better than Wikipedia. Proof, yeah. I mean, because then you can actually hear them then we saying can be like, it, Greg. Bam! And then I don't know what we wow, do. Wow, I that am nothing. the smart one today. Like, that was the most basic, like, solving of that problem. <laughs> and I got it. Uh, welcome back to Fun Employment Radio. So, um, little change is happening. Uh, we did, we're going to be having Jason Traeger here on the show because he's part of the Fun Employment Radio Comedy Showcase tomorrow at Secret Society. Uh, something came up and he's not going to be coming in. So, we're going to continue on with the show. And, um,. There we go. And so this is going to be our improv cast. Yes. Jason's still part of the showcase tomorrow. He's just not going to be here on this episode because I've been telling you who he was the whole time. But something came up. Stuff happens. And he will not So is life, Greg. So is life. But with that, Sarah, since I do, uh, you know. Speaking of life, I went through some life changes this weekend. Oh, really? Well, I wanted to talk to you about them. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, what were you going to say? I don't want to throw you off. I was going to say that we should be doing some ball talk, but now I want to hear about your life life changes. Well, I mean, it has to do kind of with sports, if you would call it a sport. Okay. But I did discover something about myself 
this weekend that I didn't know. This is odd and disturbing. I know, right? Yeah. You're going through changes? I'm going I want- through... I am going through changes. Okay. It's weird. I'm, you know, this is a very uncomfortable it was, way it to leave It was an event that lasted four hours, and after that, my life was changed Ew. for the better. Gross. It was an amazing four hours. This is... I don't know why this is my life grossing was me out. After that four hours. What the hell are you talking about? Greg, I have... And I don't... I don't know how to put this... I've become a fan of wrestling. I watched WrestleMania this weekend, and it changed my world. Oh, God. And I don't want to be... And nobody give me shit about, like, oh, you're just bandwagon jumping. I don't care. Like, I've, I've never kind paid of. attention. But I'm, I still don't think it's cool. Like, people don't think that wrestling's the coolest thing in the world. Yeah. Like, people who make fun of... Res- like, people make fun of wrestling. Right. It's like D&D, kind of. Uh, Basically, but with, like, real way. life. Like, yeah, in a way. Yeah, in a way. guys beating each other up. I would say that, I guess. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Uh-huh. But honestly, so I worked at Landmark Saloon this past Sunday, and we were playing WrestleMania out in the shed bar that I work at. And I swear to God, that was some of the most entertaining television I have ever seen in my life. It was the best thing ever. So WrestleMania, in case anybody doesn't know, which you probably you. shouldn't. Okay, so... I'm somebody who grew up watching wrestling. Uh-huh. I mean, it was a huge deal. I grew up watching wrestling. Me and my brother came up with our own wrestling names. Like, I, we went as it for Halloween this last year, and it was the greatest thing ever. I, I grew up a wrestling fan. Yes. And um, I did not so, grow up a wrestling no, fan. I distinctly remember you making fun of wrestling to me before in the past. I did. And so, so many times. I, I want to hear now. Voice. I want to hear now what Sarah's definition of wrestling is. I don't really have a definition of it. What I I'm want, saying, no, I just want to hear you describe my it. My definition of it. Because I think this it. is cool that you're into it. And I admit, you know more than about me that about modern wrestling Let than I do. Let me tell you how embarrassing it was because from having so many like friends who love wrestling, like I now know a lot about wrestling. Even so much so as there was a guy who was there watching because he had heard that uh, Landmark sometimes shows wrestling there. He was in town from Texas, was Googling places to find at the airport in Portland, trying to find a place who was who, who would uh, be playing WrestleMania uh-huh. on Sunday, found it, drove, found his way, never being in Portland before, from the airport to Landmark to watch <laughs> WrestleMania, and I was able to have a conversation with that guy. Wow, it was weird. That that is bizarre. You are a wrestling the person. Thing now. I, like, I'm not a wrestling. Now are you going to get tattoos for it? No, no, I'm not a wrestling person. Do and you I have know, like a fake belt? It's not a lifestyle change. It's not a, but it, uh, it is something that. I loved watching. It is like a sweaty man soap opera. It is yeah, a never-ending sweaty mm-hmm. man soap opera. And it has theatrics. It's like, oh, yeah. it is incredible. It's yeah. like Phantom of the Opera, but it's also like hot beefcake guys, like beating the well, crap out of each other, backstory lines. The pro- hot beefcake side of it wasn't propaganda. something I was doing. There was a guy dressed as a Terminator. There was somebody who came out in a motherfucking tank. Yeah. I have this to admit, is, now, and I, I watched part of this this last one. There's um, terrible acting. It is like... That's what it all is. That's it what is it's amazing. about. It is amazing. There's the crazy Russian lady who was throwing her spiked heels at people. There was... Oh, are you kidding? There's the Undertaker who came out, who was the only guy that can ever make a long leather jacket look cool. It was cool. And there was like the like the swamp guy who was carrying like his light, his little lantern. As we should up. talk to the guys on the McMahon horn and have you on to talk about it. No, it was amazing. You... I have to, it was one of the best things of like, I, I laughed for about the first half hour because as you're watching it, it is so ridiculous. It yeah, is, it's way ridiculous. That's the whole thing. It is so 
ridiculously entertaining. I loved it. Like, I was unironically loving it when people were like, oh, you have to watch wrestling. I'm like, no, I get to watch wrestling. <laughs> so, I'm like, I would rather watch this. Plus, as the day was going on, you know, more and more people who were wrestling fans started coming up, and everybody was just, it was like having this really special time with a bunch of people who also were appreciating it because it's fun to watch something and not be like, oh, you guys are fucking nerds. Uh-huh. Like, everyone was appreciating how ridiculous it was. Yeah. And I loved it. I love it. I, I do. I love it. I'm sorry. There I loved go. every second of it. I watched everything. I was really sad when Roman Reigns lost. Oh, my God. If I hear you say the name Roman Reigns Roman one more Reigns time, I swear to God. Roman Reigns is one of the most handsome people I think I've ever seen in my life. Oh, my God. Ladies, even if wrestling bores you, even if it doesn't sound like anything interesting, because it might not be your cup of tea. I didn't know it was mine. And I'm not saying I'm going to watch it every day, but when it comes on and I have people watching, I will definitely peruse it. Yeah. But look up Roman motherfucking Reigns. He is, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, and gentlemen, I don't want to be exclusionary. He is dreamy. Okay. And that's all. That's all right. All well, I there we go. About that. Oh, my Sarah's God. How did I talk about that so long? Uh, because yeah, I'm sorry. You were I not really... going to be interrupted. I tried to bring in conversation points, but you had your old monologue there to go off on about it. I know. So. It was so good. So there it is. It was so good. All right, Sarah. And there are all the backstories. And what's fun is talking to people who know the backstories. Okay. About... Now, you already did this part of mo- the monologue. I know. Okay. You're, re- you're revisiting. You're selling past the clothes a little bit. Are you on sure that, that I did? Or are you just thinking that I did? I think maybe you're selling past the clothes. So, I'm not, right, I yeah. have nothing invested in uh, WWE. No, I, no. They're not a sponsor I, for Unemployment Radio. They are not, but I'm just saying. You're not was... a paid endorser. You're, you're just, you just happen to be a fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're, you're I'm, a newfound fan. I'm a slight fan. A slight fan. Okay. Yeah. I'm in, I'm entertained by it. See, I like when I was a kid, when I was a kid, that was what I was uh, into. I mean, it was it was fun. It was awesome. You know, as I've talked about before, Mr. Perfect and Brutus the Barber Beefcake and, you know, all, all of them, all of the old school wrestlers, they were badass. Well, let me Macho you, Man Randy Savage, of course. But. There were a bunch of, a uh, bunch of the old wrestlers came out for WrestleMania. So there was like, uh, The Rock was there. Uh, Ric Flair See, the was there. The Rock's not even that old. I'm talking about like well, yeah, but pre-90. He, but he also brought out Ronda Rousey. Yeah, that part I did see. Okay, now... And Stephanie McMahon is a bitch. All right, I'm sorry. We already have a podcast that's going to be talking about wrestling. Yeah, we got to stop this. Yeah, All right. we're t- we're, you're stealing their thunder. The McMahon horn is on live on Fun Employment Radio's network here at uh, at about... Let's see, they go on at 5 p.m. At 5 p.m. p.m. Look up Rusev's introduction at WrestleMania. It's awesome. Yes. Well, Ronda Rousey, though, she's not just a wrestler. Well, yeah. No, uh, she's, she's not a wrestler, actually. She's a UFC fighter. Mm-hmm. Ronda Rousey is... I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I did that. I just, I, I yeah, just that was quite to, a something. That was, just, that was quite something. People know my Sarah. taste. Whatever, like the movies I watch and the TV shows I get addicted to. I also like wrestling. So if you like anything along the same lines as I do, I'm saying you might like wrestling too. Okay. That's all I'm saying. All right, there we and go. That's all I'll say. Okay, I'm sorry. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Although I don't really know how to uh, how to do it after this. After talking about wrestling like that. So, yes, WrestleMania was on Sunday. Mr. Jenkins pointing out that Roman Reigns does, in fact, look like a chain wallet kind of guy. So he's a pretty cool dude. He's the coolest dude. Cool dude. Uh, John and Boring does note, well, you won't hear about how dreamy Roman is on the other podcast. So that's true. The big main <gasps> no, word. No, uh, no. Adam Posse might have been it. Oh, no. I think Scoot would, too. You know what I found about wrestler, like wrestling fans as well is they're very comfortable with their sexuality, regardless of what it is. And well, they you're watching admit. sweaty men jump around exactly. in a ring and, Which is and why wrestle each other and have fake little fights. It's also you gotta be refreshing. Like, you can have a nice conversation about, like, yeah, that's a good looking dude. Like, yep. Yeah. I would say of any, uh, of any kind of sporting event, wrestling is... Not a homophobic sporting event. No, not at all. I think that would be it's pretty so, safe it's in, to say. It's inclusive. It's, I mean, it's it's really it's ridiculous. It's sweaty dudes who are oiled up wrestling around each other in little, uh, tiny, like 
banana hammocks, basically. Craig, you did miss the the girl fight, the uh, the lady now, wrestling. Now I'm a fan of those with as the well. twins. I do like those twins. The, spoiler alert! Oh wait, I won't spoil it. Never mind, I won't say. Uh, it. No, AJ Lee is my, who. That's whew, yeah, AJ she was Lee. there. Yeah, that's that's mm-hmm. that's where it is for me. <laughs> All right, that's, that's that's enough wrestling. That's enough. Sorry, the McMahon horn. You can go to funemploymentradio.com too and uh, click on the right-hand side there where we have all the shows on our network. And you can click on that and find their last podcast and listen live, of course, at 5 p.m. All right. Moving on. We have to say your intro. I already did, I already did that. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. No, you didn't, crazy. Yes. No, I did. No, no you I, didn't. Yes, I did. I didn't say balls. But I did say it. We can go back and I'll go, I'll go to the tape and I'll prove it to you. I did say it. Go to the tape? What are you recording we'll go to the on? tape. Are you recording on a cassette tape player over there? Yes. I'll say it again, but I'm going to prove to you afterwards that I did say it. <laughs> I don't think you did. I did. I did do say All it. All right. I believe you. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. balls. So there's the second time. All right. <laughs> Let's go to this. There is one gentleman who might be about ready to make a whole hell of a lot of money off of the final five minus one in the NCAA men's division one basketball tournament. So... Michigan State, of all teams, has made it into the Final Four. Now, that's not really that surprising normally that that team would, except for the fact that this year they were a number seven seed, which is far lower than they normally are. All right. So that means they lower were... Lower isn't better? That means they were ranked below 24 other teams as far as ranking okay. in the tournament. Okay. Because there's four different brackets that combine into one at the very end. So they were a seven seed. However, they did make it into the Final Four teams for the... March Madness Tournament, and there's a guy in Vegas who placed a bet at the Golden Nugget on December 5th and may be winning a million dollars. So here's what happened. So he went into the sportsbook director at the Golden Nugget and said he wanted to make a bet where he would win a million dollars. Normally, I guess they don't really take bets where the payout is going to be that big. So he, uh, since since uh, they were, I believe, a 50-to-1 odds, at uh, 51-to-1 odds to win the entire tournament at that time. Uh-huh. He placed a twenty thousand dollar bet, so the guy's not poor. He had twenty grand to spend yeah. on that. Yeah, oh, that's my play money. Right, so I don't feel too bad for him, but they had to get special approval in order to take that bet since the payout was so big at twenty thousand dollars. But they figured at fifty to one odds, there's no chance Michigan State's really going to win it, so the casino took the bet mm. because you know a nine hundred and eighty thousand dollar payout—that's a huge payout. That's yeah. However, now they are in the Final Four, and if they win two more games, this guy will get a million dollars in the casino. I mean, I don't feel bad for them being out of the money, but it's possible he could get it. The possibilities are endless, Possibilities are endless. The thing is, I I actually, I read that story, I'm like, a million dollars, that's fantastic. And it was like, oh, he laid down 20 grand. He had 20 grand to lay down on bets? Like, yeah, I'm starting to not feel so... It's just this toy money, Greg. Yeah, then it really really doesn't matter as much. All right, moving on to ball talk. Let's go to this. Let's take a look at the Fun Employment Radio Tournament of Champions, which, of course, is the bracket tournament that we have online. The madness of the month before April. The insanity of the month before April. Mm-hmm. Oh, the uh, I am uh, looking at Greg Nibbler's champion bracket Man, and I am very doing... close to the top, very close up there, and uh, very close to winning the entire thing, which I'm sure will happen at some point. Uh, at the couple of teams ahead of me, I'll just name some of their brackets. These are different listeners who applied and, uh, well, not applied, but went and signed up for our tournament before the game, before the before the tournament started. We've got... Uh, well, how many have you gotten right out of uh, out of the possible? Well, uh, you know, it's, it, numbers are numbers, Sarah. It's not. It's about when it gets to the very speaking. end. It's about how you get to the very end, because actually it's on points, because it's, each round is worth more points. So that's all that matters. Um, 
Chris's tip top bracket is sitting at number one right now. Then there's Greg Goes Down, Nathan's expert bracket, Go Cougs, just naming some of the different brackets that are up there, Down with the Ucks, Sorority of Lies. I am doing so bad. (laughs) The Laughing Tuna Casino bracket, Dumpster Shoes are right up there. These are some of the names of different people's people's brackets. Wild Catatonic, which is Willie from Guys and Balls. Oregon Sucks. Up there, Backpack Meth Lab. I do like that name. That's a pretty damn good name. Um, and then uh, several. Then there's some other teams. You know. But anyway, oh Greg Nibbler's champion bracket is right up there. Okay, at the top. Greg, I will say my number, which is so much worse than yours. Just say where you where are. Do, where are you ranked? I'm at number 85. Wow, really? Okay, I'm not as bad then. I'm at number 18 right now. And our friend Thomas, I'm looking at right now, is at 87. So at least I'm beating somebody. Well, at least you're up there. <laughs> Yeah, I am. Uh, I am tied at number eighteen. In fact, for it, I think the the people that I'm beating didn't even fill out their brackets. <laughs> I think <laughs> that it's like auto filled. <laughs> uh, there's clearly a very slim chance. I'm at that number eight. I beat you last year. I was actually looking through our old pa- uh, our old. Uh, not going to happen this year. Pictures. It is definitely not going to nope, happen. Not going to happen. So there we go. That still means then uh, that I'm a champion. That's pretty much what that works out to be. No, it never. All right, there you go. That. Well, the tournament will continue. Better this week. I'm making everyone feel better about their brackets right now. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah, you're, you're 85 kinda, out of 100? Good for wow. you trying. Good for you trying. But, you know, it's kind of like the last person at Maybe the race. Maybe next year I will try. Like, well, I beat somebody. Well, that's kind of how I was during the, uh, the Shamrock Run. Like, <laughs> at least I'm not dead last. <laughs> that's what I'm shooting for is hopefully not dead last. All right. Well, there we go. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Greg, you were to blame for my wrestling love because you know what? You're the one that brought me to the like Jake the Snake meet and greet. Yeah, you're the one who showed me all of your old like wrestling toys and stuff. Yeah, I do have all my old wrestling between toys. you and like Josh Love and like Adam Posse and Derek Lemire, uh-huh. like all of you nerds talking about it all the time. Yeah. Something stuck in there. Yeah, because it's badass. That's what it is. It is all right. Well, I think we've done uh, we've done enough work here for today, Sarah. Because hey, I, I, I want to say gotta rest up a little bit. You have been a trooper. Thank you. And I'm really glad that we were able to do the show today because I have to say every day that we don't get to do it, I kind of miss it. Yes, me too. I did, even though I got a shit ton of stuff accomplished. I went through all of my clothes yesterday, went, did some of my spring cleaning. Oh, boy. Gave away you, some so stuff. You're talking about cleaning right now? Cleaning. Is that what... Cool. I'm saying I had a productive day. Worked at, you know, painted. If, you, if this were a Facebook did status, some laundry. I'd, I'd click like... Then like, I took pictures of my then food. Say like you, I didn't take pictures. Then I'd say, like, you go, girl. You do it. You get it done. That's exactly what... Oh, my gosh. All right. I think you've reached here. You uh, need to save the rest of your words. Send us an email. Funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call. 503-575-9120. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. You guys are fantastic. I will be at the Hollywood Theater tonight at about 7 p.m. for uh, Movies in Black and White. And tomorrow night is the big night... The Fun Employment Radio Comedy Showcase at the Secret Society. Get your tickets ahead of time now at funemploymentradio.com. You can still buy them, uh, pre-buy them, and you'll save a couple yeah, of bucks by doing that. Yeah, get them. Save a few bucks. You know, already have them. Yeah, and, and then we know you're going to be there, and that's always awesome because we want to have a good time. And that's tomorrow night at the Secret Society. Get your tickets at funemploymentradio.com, or you can probably get them at the door, too, but you're safer buying them ahead of time. Whichever. Whatever yeah. floats your boat. And uh, and come down and say hello and hang out with us. Mm-hmm. And I will be non-sickly as much as I can. I'm really looking forward to seeing you on stage tonight. Don't mess up, Greg. Oh, God. Yeah, I know. This is And this is an audience that probably doesn't know me, too, so... You're the token white dude tonight, I'm the Greg. token white guy, yeah. Oh, boy, what if they take, they take audience questions? 
Portland. As a white man in Portland, how do you feel? Like, oh no. Oh man, you're so hosed. I'm going to hide behind Keelan if that happens. I'm just going to defer. Keelan knows me. I'm a good person. This. That's all your. Keelan knows me. I'm a good person. I'm a good person. Oh, I <laughs> no. am. This is going to be fun tonight. It'll be fun tonight. Uh, but yes, the Fun Employment Radio Comedy Showcase is on tomorrow night at the Secret Society. Get your tickets now. All right, everyone. You done good, Greg. You Thank did you. It. Thank you very much. Thanks to. J- oh no! Thanks to Greg for showing up today. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right. Thank you very much, everyone. Um, the McMahon Horn live on the Fun Employment Radio Network, Bye. followed by yeah. Guys and Balls. Right here, funemploymentradio.com. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.